the things that end up leading to murder, uh, they always begin in the heart. Amen. You don't just, you know, you're just not having a nice day whistling, walking down the road. Oh, and just shoot someone. <laughs> no, we try walking through you're lost. South Central LA. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe it is a sport in some places. But Matthew five twenty one to 22, you, mm-hmm. sh- you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be in danger of the judgment. But I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whoever says you fool shall be in danger of hellfire. I got to tell you, this is one of the most haunting verses in the New Testament. Mm. The way that Jesus ratchets up the law uh, to to convict us all. Like so many people want to be like, oh, you know, God in the Old Testament was so full of wrath and, and God in the New Testament is Jesus and he's so full of love. But man, read the New Testament. It's like he turns the volume up on love for sure, but he also turns the volume way up on judgment and on the law. The blind leading the blind. It blows my mind how the blind can lead the blind. Mark Spence, um, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. My, my name is the first thing that comes out of your mouth. I was going to say, Absolutely. I'm glad it wasn't me. You think that song was random? You don't think that there's a connection there? I think it was off key. No, it there was, was it, there was no key. No, <laughs> it was absolutely. There was no key. To you know, be on. the key to singing is to be on key. <laughs> it was absolutely perfect, Mark. But um, isn't that like self righteousness? We all think we're good people, no. and we clamor on goodness, and we all think we sing on key. But man, not when I, you know you're really good. good. Well, easy. Let me ask you a genuine question. Do you think you're a be honest <laughs> singer? Be honest. Okay, personally. <laughs> I don't know any singer better than me. <laughs> I'll tell you, I don't know any singers. My son Ethan uh, said that he loves your singing. Stop it. What? Facetiously. Yeah. No. Yeah, well, I, he, Ethan's a brilliant and genius <laughs> man. He's also deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not know that? Uh, Mark, you're very blind. And um, you didn't see that coming. You and I were traveling together recently. Uh, we went to Puerto Rico. And on our way back, uh, there was a gate at the airport, and I told you the gate, and we, you and I were walking. And, and you cut to the chase. No. And next thing we know, uh, we were very, 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 very far beyond our gate. And you blamed me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Need a moment. Why did you do that? You were leading us to the gate. I was not. You were leading us. You to said, the well, gate. "What's the gate?" <laughs> and you. I told us. you the gate, and then you were Mark when we. You were ahead of me, Mark. You always lead when we travel. You know, I can't find my way out of my bathtub. And I will lead Ray because Ray will. Ray will. Yeah. Ray. Ray. Ray will lead us. Uh, astray. That's true. Yeah, and that's you and, when you and I travel, we we end up in the wrong part of oh, the airport. It's the it's it's insane. Seriously, we're we're leaders of of this ministry. Well, you aren't. <laughs> <laughs> we have no idea where we're going <laughs> or what we're doing. I have seriously. What is it with that? Why am I so bad, Ray? You're you're worse than me. Ray's I'm a hundred times worse. I'm, I've got the directions of a dead goose. Seriously, <laughs> I cannot. I, I, in my own city, I got lost. I, I, so I came it's out of a church true. I preached at, and I went in the wrong direction. I told Sue, and she couldn't believe what she could. <laughs> I, was, I was in New Zealand with Ray, and Ray got a rental car. I, I think it was a rental car. Either way, it was a vehicle with a <clears throat> stick shift. 
And but the steering wheel's on the other side of the car, and he looks at me. He's all right, let's go. And I'm like, I can't drive. I know how to drive a stick, but the steering wheel's on the wrong side of the car. I'm not going to do good. <laughs> Where on was this. that? It's on the left. New Zealand. New Zealand. Zealand. When I was uh, I was in London one time, uh, Sheffield, England, actually, and some friends took me out riding uh, on a road bike, like a bicycle. And talk about discombobulating because everything's on the wrong side of the road. Uh-huh. And I'm riding a bike through like major traffic and these guys are flying. We did like 25 <laughs> miles yeah. and I, I like did not want to, I didn't want to be the American, like the, the lazy American that couldn't keep up. So I, my strategy was just to like tuck behind the guy in front of me and just hold on for dear life. <laughs> yeah, okay. Until you get to intersections and you have to turn. Uh, That's the frightening part. They were roundabouts. Yes. Yeah. We were riding our bike the wrong way on a ride <laughs> roundabout while people were going the wrong and way. Everything in you is saying no. Yeah. Yes. I would never, ever drive in England or New Zealand, Australia, whatever, on the other side of the road. No way. You barely do it here well. That's <laughs> true. No, it's it's insane. And I you know, I went to the master's college for for a while years ago. I took some classes and I would drive out there every single week and I still needed directions. To this day, I would not know how to get there. I don't know what it is. I mean, seriously. Oh, I do. What do you see? <laughs> Stupidity? Yes, that's all it is. I, I, I don't understand because I don't have a memory problem. Well, my, my son decent. Daniel just needs to know where the sun is to know where to go. Yeah. I'm the same way. Seriously, I will go. <laughs> really? I'll, be in an, I'll be in an airport. I'll go in a bathroom and I'll come out and I cannot remember mm-hmm. which direction my really? Okay. When you You're open the, the cupboard for, for, for glasses, do you open the cupboard for cups? <laughs> All the time. Yeah. I, wrong drawers, really? wrong cabinets. Yes. I don't know what It's it just crazy. I think it's geniuses alike. <laughs> yeah, yes, sure. yes, yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Einstein didn't know. Of course. Yeah, he didn't know where his closet was. <laughs> he didn't know where his hairbrush was. <laughs> That's true. Oh, do you know what I, too soon, Ray. No, do you know what Einstein said? <laughs> Einstein said, I, I hate being recognized in public. And I just said, get a haircut. <laughs> All he needed to do was chop like two feet off and he wouldn't get recognized. Yeah. Was that just like because he was so busy being smart, he just didn't think about cutting his hair? It's uh, I don't know. Someone, I, gave him, someone gave him a fright. I don't know. If he liked Phyllis. It was Phyllis Diller's precursor. <laughs> Phyllis Diller. Oh, what a throwback. Oscar, who's Phyllis Diller? I have no idea. Oh, Phyllis Diller, man. She was hilarious. She was. Very dry. Yeah. Troll. Um, are you, you, you guys that way at all with directions? Or, I mean, I know there's some, there some people, they'll go somewhere one time yeah, mm-hmm. and years good. later they can go well, back. That's Daniel. Wait, you're that way? Yeah, when, no. we were, when we were in Singapore on day two, we walked out and Kelly was like, where was that? I go, it's right over here. No. She, I knew where I was Seriously, going. if I go into, I go to speak at a church and I, I'll go, you know, into one room. I, I won't know how to get back if I leave it. I, it's crazy. Although full confession, last night I got up, I don't know, at three o'clock in the morning to use the restroom. And I walked out of my restroom, and I thought I was walking in my bed, and all of a sudden, boom, I hit the door. <laughs> what? I was like half asleep, and I hit boom. I was yeah. like, oh, where am I? I think you have our same problem, Oscar. Mm-hmm. Mark, you're not good yeah. with directions. I'm right? very good with directions. Um, but I'm exactly like Daniel. I can be anywhere in the country, and uh, turn me around in circles. I'll tell you exactly which way north, Stop south, it. east, west. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. If someone gives you directions, they go west, move north. I have not a clue what they're talking about. <laughs> I think it's easy because we're in Southern California. So we've got an ocean and a mountain. How do you get lost? You know what I mean? It's, it's when I'm kidding. like, easily, oh, Texas, easily. where Simply. everything looks the same. Listen, Ray and I fully understand this, that you... No, how do you... What are you talking about? <laughs> so you have the way ocean's hot. <laughs> I can't that see those like things. That? <laughs> I can't see those things. My if you brother, told me, I'll give you $100 to point to where Huntington Beach is, I wouldn't be able to point try to it. Try it. Let's see. Uh, where is it? Uh, it feels like it's over there. Yes. Okay, right. now listen. All right. I got it? 
If I'm living, <laughs> if, if I'm in an area that's like really familiar, like I know, like I'll know, okay, this is north, northeast, southwest. I know the sun sets in the west, rises in the east. What are you doing, Mark? That was you. I know. Do <laughs> <laughs> you see how I automatically blame Mark? <laughs> I rolled my water cup lid towards easy. He grabbed it, was, it and he it threw it. It was brilliant. It was a really good roll. Really good. I, wish I, was I don't know why it feels so good to blame Mark for everything. Well, it's going to show up on video. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but no, like after a while, I can know where I'm at. That's Isa, you know. But other than that, I have how. I don't get it. My brother Frank, he's he's so good with directions. Mm-hmm. Like he can get you anywhere. He can remember. I'm lost. Why are we still talking about this? We like to talk. Well, we've lost our sense of direction. (laughs) For the podcast. Uh, That's how we get up in these tangents. All right, Frams. Here's a comment from Les 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 Really? Yeah. You know, people have been making fun of her her whole life for that name. My name is Les Les. If I could could put more than five stars, I would. Hi, guys. My name is Leslie and just wanted to say that I love this podcast and I always look forward to the new one. This podcast has brought a lot of understanding to my life regarding certain things that I've recommended this podcast to my family and my friends. I've been... I've even bought stuff off of the website. Everything is just absolutely amazing. But I do have a question. What kind of resource, even from your website, (coughs) sorry, (laughs) would you best recommend to use when it comes to sharing the true word of God with a Mormon? Thank you much. Thank you. Much love and looking forward to hearing your advice. I've got the book just for you, Leslie. In fact, it's the product of the day. This podcast is brought to you by (laughs) World... World religions. By a nutcase. (laughs) (laughs) From a nutcase. Uh, World religions in a nutshell. A compact guide to reaching those of other faiths. So, Ray, uh, that is my wife's favorite Ray Comfort book. Really? I love that book. She loves that book. Well, I think the reason why it's so appealing is because it's succinct. Succinct? It's short. Yeah. uh, Judaism, Mormonism, Jehovah's Witnesses, Islam, Roman Catholicism, Hinduism, Buddhism, Atheism, Modern Christianity. That's just the first chapter. (laughs) (laughs) Then it goes on from there. But yeah, uh, excellent book, and I'd highly recommend it. So Leslie, that's the one. And friends, make sure to check it out. Why Christianity is also very good. Why Christianity? Uh, Yeah, our video, the teaching, and we're teaching on it as well. It tells you the difference, right? I mean, there's so many different worldviews that are out there, but uh, and they all serve seemingly decent purposes. Yeah. But they don't answer the dilemma that the world has, which is the sin problem. Amen. So you can look at Mormonism and go, hey, they have great family units. Well, but what, 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 what next? Mm. They, they have a sin problem. So. Yeah, that's good. There's a good video on our second channel that's in about two or three days. It's got 150,000 views. And it's four Mormons talking to a short preacher. Who's that short preacher, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know it, was, it was really good. They believed in evolution, all sorts of stuff. Was I'm sorry. Can you just, imagine if they jumped Ray and beat him up? They were all yeah, over, look, they were, here's a third grader. Let's <laughs> get him. <laughs> Did you say you were talking to a foreman? Four, 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 four moments. <laughs> Boy, that's a tongue twister. But they, they, all the guys were about 6'3", so I was, I was talking to their knees, and the girls were even late <laughs> up, up there. It was so, like the top parts of trees. They were huge. Mormon wow. genetics. Giant yeah, Mormons. It must be. Yeah. But they were very nice. Oh, they're Maybe always Mormons nice. are Nephilim. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, Mormons are like some of the nicest people on the planet. Mm. But that's a part of the deception, you know. I think that like Satan disguises himself as an angel of light, and uh, they are genuinely nice people. Unfortunately, the disservice that so many people do to them 
is they play along with their narrative that they're Christians. Yeah. I've been shocked by how there have been some quote-unquote Christian leaders who say, yeah, Mormons, yeah, they love Jesus, they... Absolutely tragic. Mm. So anyway, world religions in a nutshell from a nutcase. And don't forget the Living Waters mug, along with the Evidence Study Bible, all at... Oscar, you do it this time. I'll do the tune at the end. Livingwaters.com. <laughs> Speaking of the mug, the we have a... a there was no comment. Right no comments. <laughs> <laughs> that was so beautiful. Alaska, like, we're moving on to and, the mugs and, right now. And cute and lovely. But we have uh, a, a mug competition? Uh, oh, yeah. Mug contest. Do we remember what it was from last yes, episode? Yes. Uh, send in the best picture doing something crazy with one of our mugs. Living yeah. Waters mugs. Hashtag Living Waters mug. Contest. And the winner gets an evidence study Bible. Yes. Con with... So whatever you guys want to do, you can draw pictures on your mug. You can take your mug skydiving and drink out of it while skydiving. Ray would love that. No, Oscar. And uh, whatever you do, take a picture and you send it. You have so desecrated my face with that missing tooth. <laughs> you love it so much. So Oscar, terrible. if the parachute doesn't open, the mug's going to break. That's a good point. Use the, the mug as a landing break, device. It'll break their fall, maybe. Yeah. So post it on your favorite social media. We'll be checking Instagram, Twitter, which is no longer called Twitter, and Facebook. And uh, use the Is that hashtag. annoying that it's no longer called Twitter? Isn't Who? life confusing enough without that? Well, how do you say? You used to say, I tweeted. What do you say now? I, I axed. axed. I axed? <laughs> yeah, my ex. Yeah. Sounds uh, like a divorce. Use the hashtag <clears throat> livingwatersmug, and we will find it, and we will reward the winner. Yeah, send it in. Easy. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. My love for you was uh, epitomized this morning. I was at local college, and I was just about to leave at... 25 minutes to get back here for the podcast, and I saw a girl with blue hair. <laughs> no, did you <laughs> yeah, stop her? I did. They came up and said, oh, what a cute doll. This guy was so colorful with her, and she had this bright blue hair. It wasn't natural. And I, uh, <laughs> I had that. And I thought, oh, easy as a time fanatic. Mm. You know, you're going to be turning in your grave if you're called the late Emil Swain <laughs> when you die. But you made it on time. Yeah, because I didn't interview them. But I said, <gasps> if you see me, no. wave me down. Ray, you, I, I come on. how do you feel? Uh, oh, I feel terrible. I would have wow. been late. I'm hindering the gospel. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I would have been late. Oh, come and on. So I Seriously, don't yes, ever hesitate with that. Really? No. Okay. <laughs> okay no, all right. No way they're having lunch. This is like the Good Samaritan all over again. Yeah. yeah. All right, friends. Time to jump into the topic of the day. Examining what compels people to murder. murder. Whoa. That's uh, ominous. How come you said murder? Just murder. normal. Murder. That's bitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, um, yeah, murder is, uh, boy, it's crazy. What's, what's a worse word than murder? Manslaughter. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. That's, wait, Brian, wait, that's Regan. Brian Regan. That's Brian Regan. Yeah. Yeah, that's he right. He just says this, and there's no worse word than manslaughter. No, he's like. Hey, listener. Have you ever imagined yourself having a box of goodies for you to give away to every friend, loved one, non believer that crosses your path? 
Well, now you can get one. That's because Living Waters is giving away 10 free boxes of goodies every single week. That's eight in the USA and two overseas. And this is being made possible by a faithful partner of ours that has given us funds to make these resources available to you for free. Each of these boxes has a hundred dollars. That's right, $100 worth of tracks, books, and even your very own podcast mug. Go to livingwaters.com forward slash podcast, fill out the form, and then listen to the end of the episodes where we will be announcing our winners. Livingwaters.com forward slash podcast. Good luck. He's guilty of <laughs> Keep your false teeth. He has water damage. I'm spitting everywhere. We've just oh learned boy, that you that's... can't say slaughter without spreading water. That's slaughter. Yeah, that does have a. It's horrible. Crazy. Yeah. And it's not. E- it's not even as bad as murder. It's one down from murder. Manslaughter. You're not as guilty. Yeah, you run. It's not premeditated. Over, yeah, yeah. Right. but it's manslaughter. Yeah. Well, friends, Exodus twenty thirteen. Uh, where's the women in that? Would I say men? No, man, manslaughter. Oh. <laughs> That's true. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised the yes. liberals aren't like fighting for that one. Maybe we want, want woman slaughter. Uh, people slaughter. <laughs> people slaughter. <laughs> oh boy, look at what we're laughing at. Person slaughter. All right, friends. Uh, we have been uh, looking at some of the commandments, as I mentioned last time, that uh, we haven't touched on yet in the 200 uh, almost episodes. Oh, over 200 yeah, now. 200. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. 3 million downloads. Oh, yeah. Praise Thank the Lord. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I'm trying to reach your husband. All right. So, Exodus 20, 13. Mm. You Amen. shall not murder. You know, guys, this is the one commandment that people will always go to. Who are you going to go to y'all? Y'all. So y'all. you know, guys. Y'all. How y'all doing? Uh, it's the one commandment that people will typically go to when we confront them with the commandments, or before we do. Uh, and they'll typically say, well, I've, I've never murdered anyone. I got a guy that had. Stop. Yeah, freak me out. Yeah. What? Yes, he had. Tell us. <laughs> Tell the people. I just asked us, you ever killed him? I said, actually, I don't What? He actually confessed it, Yes, too? he could tell, yeah, that he had, he was guilty of murder. He says, can I be forgiven? Oh. It was very heavy. Did you somewhere, cut that? somewhere on YouTube. Did you cut that interview short? Or no. Anything? No, I didn't. <laughs> Yeah, um, but, you know, it's never ending, it seems. The stories that you continue to hear. I I just watched a video that came up as I was just preparing for this about a boy that murdered his mom. Hmm. And I'm sitting there looking at this young man. He was being interrogated, you know, by the police officers. He was uh, 17. Wow. And he was adopted by this woman. She was a single mom. And he put an ax through her head while she was sleeping. And he's sitting there and they're interrogating him. And they didn't have enough evidence to arrest him the first time. So they let him go. Then they started to do some more investigation. And they discovered he had taken down the security cameras or around the house, inside, outside. He threw them in in the river. They were able to, through the phone... Uh, recognized that he lied because he said he called from the house, but he called by from the lake, rather, down by the house. Wow. And so then that's what made them go and dive into the lake, and they, they discovered the cameras. And then this, it just all they started. discovered cameras? Yeah, he took the security cameras and threw them in the <coughs> lake after, yeah, after he had murdered her, you know. He had made up this whole story. I don't know how it happened. I, we, we both were taking naps, and I woke up, and she's dead, you know. And 
but but the second time they brought him in, what what really just kind of gave me the chills was when he he said to them, "Hey, is this gonna like?" Is, is this going to ruin my life? Because I have plans. I want to go to college. I want to do this. Like, no thought about what he did. Yeah. You know? Sociopath. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's very similar to uh, abortion. Why women get abortions. Is this going to ruin my life? Uh Right? You know, it it used to be, you know, when I'd go through the commandments, you know, we're we're quick to talk about murder and we segue into hatred. If you've had hatred towards someone, unjust anger. Uh, Now I bring in abortion Mm. almost without fail. You know, Ray said that he had the chance to uh, share the gospel with someone who's actually murdered someone, but we all, if we just kind of pause, mm. probably know a murderer, right? Because one out of every four women have had an abortion in the United States. Mm. So I want to prick the conscience with abortion uh, from now on when I engage in evangelistic endeavor. So Mark, question, how do you do that without digressing too much from where you want to go? Because as you're bringing up a, a wound, you're digging into a wound... Yeah, I, well, I, I say it in passing in the same way, where when I'm talking about lying, you know, lying, that includes white lies, exaggerations, half-truths, and fibs. Okay. Murder, that includes uh, hatred of the heart. It also includes abortion. Um, and see, I want to see the response. Right. And yeah. now here's the thing, right? Because when we use the law, it is important to look for that sin inside their life specifically, right? What we tend to get accused of, here they are just going through the commandments, all the commandments. No, we're we're actually looking for that commandment that is precious to them, that they love to violate. And Mm. once I find that, I bring the full weight of that commandment down upon their shoulders to where I want them to say, well, what must I do to be saved, right? Now, when we do an open air, it's much different. You know, because we we make sure that we always get to the gospel because it's recorded and there's you don't know who's listening. Yeah. But when we engage in a dialogue, there's sometimes where we don't end up getting to the gospel. Now that's what we want to do. That is our aim. Mm. But because some people plant and other people water, it's not necessary always if the time doesn't permit itself or the person is just hard hearted against what you're doing to not get to the gospel. I think we do a disservice when we get to the gospel when they're not convinced that they are dying of that horrific disease called sin. So stay as long as you need to be going through the commandments until they feel that weight and then get into the gospel. Now, if they feel it right away, I remember I was with Ray inside of an airport one time and there was a soldier that was going overseas and the guy right away had mentioned that he had broken the commandments and Ray said, so you've lied and you've stolen? He said, yeah, I've I've broken, yes. And Ray quickly then went into the gospel. Yeah. A lot of the proud, grace to the humble. That's exactly it. Yeah. I, I had a thrill yesterday. I was talking to a guy, and um, right at the end I said, my aim today has been to make your heart palpitate, mm-hmm. to bring sweat to your brow, uh-huh. to make your mouth go dry. And he looked at me and said, my heart is thumping through my chest. And <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> it's, it's on camera too. Yeah, he uh-huh. says, you really made me scared, and I can see why you did it, and I appreciate it. It was just beautiful. Yeah, Ray, I, I love those times when in our videos I've watched you allow someone to smart under their sin. I love that word where they're just like they're, yeah. you know, they're starting to to boil under it. And, and then man, when you bring in the gospel of grace, yeah. and that's why, again, for years, you've 
been heralding, hey, we have to let the law do its work on the conscience. Yeah. Because when, when you bring in the good news, it makes sense. And then it, there isn't this like, oh, cool, yeah, I'll give this Jesus thing a try. Great. I'll, I'll do God a favor and surrender my lifetime. No, it's like, oh, I'm a guilty, hell-deserving sinner, and God did what for me? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's mind-blowing. Mark, real quick, what was that statistic you said? How many women? One out of every four women in America. What? Yeah. 25%? It's, it's actually higher if you're a black woman. Wow. It's uh, nearly well, half. Maisie's not a black woman, so it's not <laughs> That's crazy. And you know, friends, uh, on that note, uh, we've released our movie, What Is It? So make sure to check it out. It's on the subject of abortion. Many who have watched it already are saying it's the most powerful movie we've produced, and so make sure to it's check on it YouTube. Out. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Share it with others. <clears throat> I I too have shared the gospel with people who have taken life. I want to be careful here, but I do want to use this example. I want to be careful for privacy purposes. So what what I'll say is, my wife has this amazing opportunity to work at a horse therapy center. And that horse therapy center um, uses... Are you serious? Yes. Uses equestrian horses uh, to help children with disabilities. Can't walk. Oh, things of that nature. horse therapy. See, I was thinking of a horse lying on its back on a the couch. <laughs> therapy, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only a raised mind would go yeah, to that. Absolutely. So. Well, and Oscar has cried wolf so many times with his dad. Jones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's up. You just don't know. Horse no, therapy session. I started so, as a pony. <laughs> <laughs> There's a joke there somewhere. So anyway, uh, they, they help children with disabilities uh, and a major portion of what they do is help veterans. Mm-hmm. And many of the ver- veterans that come through the program uh, struggle with a lot of guilt. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife is amazing. Like sometimes, every now and then, a few times now, uh, men will approach her because she knows, they know she's a Christian and, and they'll kind of start to probe and ask questions. And she'll be like, you should really talk to my husband. And so I've been able to sit down with these guys and share the gospel with them through this thing, you know? And uh, this one particular uh, individual, we were talking through the gospel and he ends up confessing to me that in in war, Desert Storm, Mm -hmm. that uh, he took the life of 12-year-old, a 13-year-old, a 15-year-old. Not only did he do it, but because of in the theater of war, he did it with anger and pride. Um, He was told to do it by his commanders, this is what we need to do. And these guys come back with all of this shame and guilt. And then on top of that, they've got like, all they have is people saying, no, no, that's great, you're a hero, but something in their conscience is telling them what that they did was wrong, that that it's not the way the world intended to be. And so whether, you know, you're a veteran of war, uh, whether you've committed murder, a friend or family member, or whether it's abortion, um, man, we we all need the gospel. Amen. And the beauty of of God's portion is that people were so confused because when Jesus showed up, the kind of like people he ran with were prostitutes and tax collectors. They were not the people that you would expect to see. And and there's one particular story in the New Testament that I cling to in moments like that, which is the story of this, this man's walking from one desert city to another, uh, and this man is a murderer. He was paid to drag Christians out of their home, women and children, and kill them. Mm. And on his road, uh, he meets Jesus. And Jesus takes that terrorist, that murderer, and he converts him. He saves his soul. 
and then he makes him one of the most prolific church planters and authors of the New Testament. Who, who are you talking about? <laughs> of course, this is Paul, right? Uh, and so the, 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 the point of this is that, that God's not done with you. Uh, I love, you know, Ray says it all the time. Like if there's still breath in you, God is not done with you. No matter what you've done, God intends to use you. He, he will use you for his glory. Prostitutes, tax collectors, murderers. These are the people that God's used. Amen. That's Mark that says that. No, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's, it, it's, important to remember that very very important because i mean paul the apostle yeah like you said was he was <laughs> he was putting christians to death he's on the road to dam- he road was, to damnation when jesus stopped him yeah i mean he, he was the one at whose feet they they you know uh cast their tunics and and killed stephen and mm-hmm. he was giving consent you know uh, but but yeah, guys. I mean, murder—it's—it's it's an epidemic. Uh, in 2019, an estimated 475,000 people worldwide were victims of of homicide murder. And in the U.S., according to one website, in the U.S., it's only a 50% success rate in homicides. So yeah, success rate. Success yeah, in fact, rate. in between 2022 and 2023, over 8,000 people, uh, so far, 2023 and over, have been murdered in the U.S. Yeah, not I mean, including abortion. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And that's right, Mark, because we, we leave that one out. And that's when it's against the law to murder people. Can you imagine if law was withdrawn oh, boy. Uh, and what would happen? Even on LA freeways, everyone's allowed a Gatling gun on the front of their cars. Yeah. You know, you could take the life of anyone that really annoyed you. We would, humanity would be wiped out in 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it's, it's in the human heart to be that way. Uh, you think of what it says in First John 3, 10 to 12. It says, in this, the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. For this is a message that you heard from the beginning, that we should love one another, not as Cain, mm. who was of the wicked one mm. and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his works were evil and his brother's righteous. And so scripture is hearkening back to the first murder that was ever committed. And it's it's contrasting uh, what we should be like from the way that, that Cain was. And I mean, it really comes down to that. Mark, you referenced it earlier, but Jesus talked about the spiritual elements of the law. Matthew 5, 21 to 22. Ray, you raised thy hand. Um, die. I wonder if Cain was shocked with the result of what he did to us, because no one had died, I don't yeah. think. No one had been murdered. No. And he just, anger consumed him, but he hit him on the head with something. I don't know. The, the rock, scripture, yeah. A rock. Yeah. And... Um, he died. I wonder if he was shocked that his brother died. Yeah, I know. It's a head case. <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> Raw contest. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think, um, you know, the things that end up leading to murder, uh, they always begin in the heart. Yeah. Amen. You don't just, you know, you're just not having a nice day whistling, walking down the road. Oh, and just shoot someone. <laughs> well, no, you might. try walking <laughs> through you're lost. South Central L.A. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Maybe it is a sport in some places. But Matthew 5, 21 to 22, you you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be in danger of the judgment. But I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whoever says you fool shall be in danger of hellfire. I got to tell you, this is one of the most haunting verses in the New Testament. Mm. The way that Jesus ratchets up the law, 
yeah. uh, to, to convict us all. Like so many people want to be like, oh, you know, God in the Old Testament was so full of wrath and, and God in the New Testament is Jesus and he's so full of love. But man, read the New Testament. Yeah. It's like he turns the volume up on love for sure, but he also turns the volume way up on judgment and on the law. And this is the thing is that this this verse, like it, it puts us all in the seat of the murderer. Mm. Who is not guilty? We are all utterly guilty. When I read this, I'm just like, ah, what can I do? And Jesus oh. didn't change anything. Uh, says the Messiah, Messiah uh, Isaiah 42, I think it is, he shall magnify the law and make it honorable. He gives us a magnifying glass to see what he actually says. And that's when you just talk about the volume coming up. That's what he was doing. Yeah. 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 And, you know, it, it, it comes down to recognizing what we're capable of as people apart from God and because of our sinful nature. Ever found, ever found murder in your heart as a Christian? Um, Have you ever driven the 91 freeway? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say that. It yeah. really brings it out in you, doesn't it? Yeah. You, you think, praise the Lord, I love you, Jesus. Get out of my way! <laughs> yeah, it's insane, you know? And for, for those of you who don't know, we live in Southern California, and the 91 freeway, there's this little section called the Orange Crush, which I've heard people say before, it is like the worst designed spot, like five mile stretch of freeway in all of America. And it's just, you can be driving at two o'clock in the morning and you're going to be in two hours of traffic. Yeah. I, for whatever reason, it's just an utter nightmare. And this is, you'll every now and then hear us talk about the 91. Every oh, Saturday, I get up on the 605, I have to get across, I think it's the 91 and I've got to get across five lanes in 20 seconds. And I, I get on at 30 miles an hour, my little V-dub. At 35 miles an hour, I've got to get to 70 in that thing. And I know behind me are a whole stack of SUVs yelling out, get out of my way. And I'm saying, please let me live. Let me live as I go, go across. And, and yeah, I hear what you're saying. But um, I imagine you playing Frogger. Across it's almost like that. It is. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And, and look, I think it would be good for us to camp out a bit on how do we proactively love so that it, uh, Honestly, right. Speaking oh, of murder, the guy who said the guy who said Alexander's phone's off. Yeah, I thought mine ago. was off. Oh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't caused me to sin. It wasn't very loud Think again. Oh, it's a donor's given a quarter of a million dollars. Oh, is that okay? Yeah, let it ring. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I think that we need to we need to talk about how can we proactively walk in love so that we then by default proactively isolate ourselves or I'm sorry, insulate ourselves from, from giving into that, that murderous hatred in our heart. And I think first John four twenty puts it well, right. if someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar for he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? Mm. And I remember years ago as a newer believer talking to this a uh, young lady who was a part of a Bible study that, that I was a leader of. And and she was just openly talking about how she hated someone. And it, she turned out to be a false convert. And I think that's always a good indicator. Look, it's one thing to struggle with feelings of hatred. It's another thing to justify them, give in to them and walk in them. Right. I hate it when people do that. <laughs> yeah, I hate them. 
Your eyes are full of hate, 64. <laughs> <laughs> what number was he? I always forget his number. Your eyes are full of hate, 41. 41. Yes, that's good. That's inflation that you hit. That's, that's, that's from Ben Hur when he was uh, rowing the boat. Oscar, please tell me you've watched it. I have watched Ben Hur. Okay, yeah, my great, 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 great grandfather made me watch it with him on the old black and white. <laughs> no. I'm joking, I'm joking. Oh, good. It's Keller. Yeah, I know. It's uh, Charlton Heston. You know, this. Uh, we, we've talked often on this podcast about the upside down kingdom. And I think this is a good reminder to us about how different God's kingdom is for the rest of the world um, and how in him bringing about the kingdom of God that is so upside down, that is so in reverse of the kingdom of man, how it's going to naturally cause us to continually realize the areas of our heart in which we need grace. And so it's funny that we talked about driving the wrong way uh, when in different countries, because that's actually a lot like one of, one of my favorite scholars uh, in his commentary on the upside down kingdom uses exactly that. He says, imagine, imagine all the Christians woke up one day and was like, let's start, we're here in the United States, but let's start driving backwards on the wrong way streets. Mm-hmm. Right, they'd start just mucking everything up, missing, uh, missing everything, making up. a muck of, a, of yeah. it all. Right, that's and, pretty un-American. You have to go the extra <laughs> kilometer. To come up with that. That's right, uh, and it's similar. Like my bike ride, like my my bike ride through Sheffield, like we were going the wrong way, and it was just it was a mess. And here's mm. the thing: is that when we live as Christians in an upside down way, doing things so differently than the world around us it's going to cause friction. We're going to get into accidents. We're going to be bumping into people. And what's going to happen naturally is that we're going to get upset. We're going to be like, don't you see you're going the wrong way? This is the way of Jesus. You're going the wrong way. And by nature, by our nature, we're going to get angry. And so what do we do with that? You know, what, what do we do with that? What we need to do is realize that God is continually at work, mm-hmm. revealing to us our need for grace, even in the midst of us being in his kingdom. Oh, right. Well, that's great. You know, I, heard, uh, I heard something. Sorry, I got to say this. It's very important. I heard a joke where a wife called her husband and says, honey, be careful. I've heard there's a guy going the wrong way on the four, 405. He said, what do you mean a guy going the wrong way? Everyone's going the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> it was him. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, uh, that was so, that was so important to get it out. <laughs> Randy Smith was asking the question, how, how did we get here as a society, mm-hmm. as, as a country? And he said, well, we laugh at the crude put-downs and we call it comedy. Oof. We treat others rudely with insensitivity to their perspective and we call it debate. Mm-hmm. We destroy others' property in the streets and we call it justifiable anger or justifiable celebration. Mm-hmm. We demonize our opponents and we call it free speech. We gossip and slander others, and we call it news. We attack people of faith in the most vicious ways, and we call it liberation, freedom of religion. We kill babies, and we call it choice. This is how we got it. This is what is happening, and we're kind of desensitized to it. And Henry Ward Beecher, he said, if thoughts of hatred were thunder and lightning, there would be a storm over the whole earth all the year round, for hatred fills the land. Wow. Yeah, it abounds, and it's such a clear indicator that we are fallen. It's such a clear indicator that Satan is alive and well, that the fallen nature is at work, that we're lost. 
you know, when you contrast it with the sweetness of love. I mean, you know, what is it with those videos that we'll see online where someone is doing an act of kindness for a person, you know, just taking their shoes off and giving them to a homeless person yeah. who doesn't have shoes. Yeah. Like something, we're moved, like something in us goes. Ray, Ray talks about, you know, it makes the news when somebody returns a wallet. Yeah. Well, a human being did she... something good. Whoa, that's, that's <laughs> national news. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, and it, we, we need to get back to that place where we recognize that the gospel is the only hope for this world. Mm-hmm. You know, I was so full of hatred before I got saved. You're I kidding. Mean, you guys know. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, I was. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. Mark was a burglar. You well, were <laughs> Mark, you, Mark wanted to steal James. And uh, Oscar was Oscar the atheist, and I'm talking to new creatures here. Yeah. Well, remember, I, I had my my bedroom walls and my closet doors were covered with posters because there were holes in them because I would get so mad and just start punching them. Really? Yeah, I mean, there were times I just had this... Oh, there it is. is it all? I was just going to say, are, are you all finished? <laughs> show us on Oscar what you would do with the wall. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, I really was. And uh, it, it just, it consumed me. And, you know, I would, I would get in fights. I, one time I broke, my, I broke my knuckle in a fight in the bathroom because uh, this boy, we were on what a was bus. Her name? On a, <laughs> <laughs> we were on a bus going on a field trip, and some boy said, "Your your dad wears, uh, your mom wears army boots." Is that what that stirred up anger in you? Oh well, I said your mom wears high heel pumps. Oh you, no, what, your dad wears high heel pumps. Is that what you said back? Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> and this is what happened. <laughs> yeah, your mom, your dad wears arm, your mom wears army boots. Your dad wears high heel pumps. And we, you were just upset that he was like. He knew things that he shouldn't know. <laughs> Too soon. Too so, soon. We get off the bus. We get off the bus, and uh, I think we got a little fine. Anyway, the next morning, I go in the bathroom. I, I, you know, I see him, and he said something to me again, and we just, I just lost it on him. I mean, I would, I would go aggro when mm. I would fight in the world. Arms flailing, fist, and just you'd make that noise. Yeah. Please, Oscar. <laughs> Just let Sorry, it go. Anyway, I ended up finding out later I broke my knuckle, you know, in that fight. But yeah, I just, I had this thing in me where I would just explode, you know, with anger. And then Christ invaded me. And the, the immediate distinction in my heart, just this love filled me for the people that I hated and detested. I mean, Mark, you know, Trent Douglas and I, we were enemies in high school, hated this guy. And we ended up becoming pastors together. You know, I felt his love take the sword out of my hand. I think that's similar to what Charlton Heston said in the end of Ben Hur, Um, and that's what Jesus does. Yeah, yeah, Amen. And you know, I think it goes back to what it says in Genesis nine six: Whoever sheds man's blood, by man his blood shall be shed. For in the image of God he made man. I mean, that's key too. Imago Deo. Imago Dei. Mago Dio. Mago Dio, yeah. Yeah, all right, man. Nice word, man. Uh, but, but, you know, MacArthur said to take the life of a fellow human being is to assault the sacredness of the image of God. Yeah. Right. And that's why murder is heinous, because you are obliterating the image of God that is right. placed in another person. That's key. That, that's key to understanding the moral aspect, and that's also key to understanding the gospel in the midst of all of this. The moral aspect is that why is it not wrong for me to take the life of that delicious chicken I had for lunch the other day? (laughs) 
why is it not wrong for me to, you know, take the life of a cow to eat it? Why? Because those things aren't made in the image of God. But we human beings are the only thing in all of creation that bear the image of God, that have the possibility to reflect his glory into the world and back to himself. And, uh, And here's where the gospel is, is that God being the creator of us is the only one that has the right to take a life. He who gives life is the only one that has the right to take a life. And in his son, Jesus Christ, who had the right to take our lives, instead he gave his life for us. So that all the times that we commit murder in our hearts, we can be forgiven and set free from that enslaving reigning power of sin to, to live, to love our neighbors and to love God. Amen. And as I felt his voice take the sword out of my hand. Who was it? Judah ben Hur. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Oh. You know, Mark, you will often engage with people on this when they say, uh, you say you shall not murder. Look at all the people God killed. And it is very important for the Christian to learn how to push that truth that, listen, God is the author of life. He gives it. He takes it. And by the way, what's wrong with that? I mean, you're saying morality is relative. Yeah, multiple angles you could take on that. By what standard do you accuse God of wrongdoing? Mm. Right. I mean, if if we're just evolved uh, monkeys, you're saying monkey say murder bad, <laughs> right? But there's no objective standard by which you <laughs> accuse God of wrongdoing. Yeah. Um, and then if if murder is so bad, you know, just curious, how do you feel about abortion? Yeah. And usually these are the same people that say, well, I, I believe it's a woman's right to choose. Then no. you respond with, all right, so a woman can choose to do this, but God can't. Mm. But truth be told, as Ray says, you know, we're all on death row. No. You know, God has commanded the death sentence upon all of us. But we as Christians, it's different. I don't remember who said it, but there's a lyric that goes something like, uh, now as a Christian, I, I see the world. I, I want to see the world through the holes in your hands. Wow. You know, and th- that's very important that w- to have compassion upon the world. We, we need to see the world the way the Lord sees the world, and he has compassion upon the world and upon people. Mm-hmm. They're sheep without a shepherd, and but by the grace of God, yeah. there goes you and I. Amen. I don't know if you guys remember that one video in which I was sharing the gospel with a Catholic man in Huntington, and he asked me about murder. And uh, he, I think he was a, a veteran, and I began to share with him you know, about God's heart and how even murderers can be forgiven. I talked about Paul the Apostle and, and others. And I remember him saying, he's like, I'm beginning to feel my soul being set free. Wow. And it really moved me, you know, because I think uh, there are a lot of people who have so many misconceptions, not just about murder, but about, um, and, and, it, and it's important, Oscar, I like the point you made earlier that sometimes, you know, there's two sides of that coin. There are those who were in just wars and that, took life in that regard, and Scripture doesn't condemn that. But yet, they could be in a just war and take lives that could have maybe justly uh, have been taken, but they have murder in their heart. And, and that, that, that's guilt before God in that regard. But nonetheless, no matter what anyone has done, I think there are a lot of people that have these misconceptions in different religions or even some cults or, or some that would claim to be Christian— and they're just bound because they think there's no hope for me. There's no way I can be forgiven. Mm-hmm. I mean, Paul the Apostle called himself the chief of sinners. 
and and he was yeah he was involved in the murder of of Christians and and look what God did and he said he was an example a pattern to others if he can be saved anyone can be so friends there's hope no matter what you've done how much sin you've committed maybe you've been listening to this podcast like some who have told us have for a long time that aren't believers that aren't Christians we hope that today will be the day that you recognize the beauty of the gospel that there is no sin that is beyond the grace of God. And if you repent and place your faith in him and receive his gift of grace, you will have redemption and transformation. So we hope you do that today. All right, friends. Ray got nervous because he thought I was going to end serious. Don't end on a serious note, AZ. <laughs> I don't want to disappoint some people. <laughs> don't do that. All right, friends. Don't forget World Religions in a Nutshell by Ray Comfort, Living Waters Podcast Mug, and the Evidence Study Bible, livingwaters.com. Remember, podcast at livingwaters.com with your thoughts and comments and all that other good stuff. Keep giving us ratings and uh, keep helping us keep that five stars. Subscribe so that... Uh, You'll continue to be updated on new podcasts. Ray, why are you sitting there frozen? Because <laughs> it's cold <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> Don't well, forget to post <clears throat> Living Waters mug. Oh, yeah. Show us oh, what yes. amazing things you're going to mm-hmm. do with the mug. Yeah. Don't forget. All right, friends. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you here next time on the Living Waters podcast. The ultimate cure for insomnia. <laughs> chicken dinner i have no idea where that ridiculous saying came from but friends we do have winners winners for the podcast giveaway that is the living waters podcast we have angela from yucca valley california yvonne from crestline california brooke from clayton north carolina andrea from anderson indiana elias from pittsburgh pennsylvania becca from lincoln university pennsylvania Lowell from Yakima, Washington, Don from Charleston, Illinois, John from Ford, Australia. Good on you, Mike. And Dave from Willen Lane, United Kingdom. Congrats.